Hello everybody, I really hope this time the video works because this is my third time trying to record this thing it's just today just doesn't want to work it's late, I'm tired, have a long day today I just wanna go, go, go to sleep but I need to make another video because of the challenge the challenge is still on and I am determined to complete it no matter what, no matter what. So, yesterday we talked about Peterman. Today I want to talk about Hook, the sequel. Um, <clears throat> it's a very interesting movie. I think once you analyze Peterman, if you take into consideration Hook, it just makes the whole thing work so well. So, in the first movie we established that Peter Pan is that person who doesn't want to grow up and doesn't want to exchange his potential for something real. <coughs> now, the movie also tries to explain that if you don't do that, it's not that you won't grow, because everybody has to grow, get older at least. So what ends up happening is that people who don't do that trade end up becoming bitter and resentful and they become Captain Hook. That's why in movies always Peter Pan versus Captain Hook because that's the, the duality thing there. So if you, you, know, if you in your life you act as Peter Pan, you end up becoming Captain Hook. Now in the movie, in the Hook, it's very interesting because it starts with the movie with Peter Pan already old with children and you can see in the way he behaves and the way he interacts with them that he's already in his way to become Captain Hook he's already bitter resentful doesn't pay attention to to, to his family and in the movie when the movie starts, the pirates, Hook, take the children away, which of course is, is a symbol, that's, that's what's, what's happening, he's becoming this pirate thing, and that's driving his children away. Even in the movie, Captain Hook is, tries to raise his, his son into a pirate. <coughs> so in order to set these things right, he needs to go back, Peter needs to go back to Neverland and find everything he left behind there. And I think that's a very powerful metaphor for me. Um, at one point when I was in the crossroads and I was very lost, uh, I, I also felt like I had to go back and uh, try to realize where did I lose that thing that I need to get back and I think it's done really well in the movie because he goes back to where the, um, the Lost Boys are and the leader of the Lost Boys now is Rufio which looks very much like Peter Pan and it's also it seems to be like you know, 
that thing that he's looking that connection with his younger self and it's very interesting that once he he makes that connection again once he recovers all of his his memories and he can start flying again he became so so connected with it that he forgets about his family and he starts becoming like Peter Pan again and I think it's in the scene where Tinker Tinkerbell casts a spell on, her, on herself to grow to human size and tries to convince Peter Pan, Peter Pan to stay there with her is then when he remembers what he's there, what, why he went there for his family, his children, his wife and then he decides to go back and to face Captain Hook which is his the future that he was heading in in the beginning of the movie so facing him in this mood is in a way facing him represents him trying to change course in his life so not to become him in the future and it's very interesting that in the middle of the fight there are all the lost boys are fighting the pirates and Rufio challenges Captain Hook so it's like the past facing the possible future and spoilers um, Hook kills Rufio that's another very powerful metaphor because if Peter Pan is destined to become Captain Hook in order to avoid the destiny Peter needs to let some part of him die pretty much and I think that's something, at least I think, is very, very real. Um, you can't grow without letting some things go. I think that's, I think that is the key element that makes the whole thing work. Because in the first movie, you know, you, you get to establish what, who Peter Pan is what is Hook, that connection that they have that that even though they're antagonistic and they're very different, right? One is young and ideal and the other one is old and bitter. But it, it's there the connection that if you stay young and ideal throughout your whole life, you end up being old, resentful and bitter. And in order to avoid that when you're moving through life you need to let some of those things go you can't stay young, naive and ideal forever and that for me, that's why it's so powerful and when he lets that thing go he can beat the pirate can take his children home to his wife and can live a happy life
And for me, I have to say that still to this day, where I'm very focused on growing and growing as much as possible, I I do feel a very strong connection with my young spirit or something. I think that all of my art and creativity stems from it. So for me, it's always the thing I'm constantly asking myself is, you know, how can I grow and what things can I let go of? But, you know, like, there's some things that I don't want to give up. There's some things that I don't want to let go because I think they're very much what makes me, me. So, it's a struggle, you know. It's 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 not easy. It's not like it's not science. It's not you know like it's very hard to determine. And it's a very tricky thing to do. Um, I am very happy to what I've done so far in that regard. But I'm constantly asking myself this. How can I grow without losing what makes me, me? And what parts of me I need to let go of? That's another tricky thing. And it's hard. It's really hard. But I think everything that is worthwhile is hard. So, I'm just going to leave it there, just something to think about, and if you get a chance, just watch these movies again with this new, fresh perspective, and I think you can get something out of it, out of the whole experience. Anyway, see you tomorrow. I'm going to bed. It's late. Bye.